0: Are you that weirdo who's watched every episode of I Survived? Then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to Happy Hour Gets Weird. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, weirdos and friends. Welcome or welcome back. This is Happy Hour Gets Weird. I'm Cassie. And I'm Tiffany. And we talk about weird shit and drink cocktails while we do it. What are we drinking this week? We are drinking a raspberry lemon drop. It's delicious. Springtime, raspberry vodka, lemon juice, and I added club soda, but you could always add like a lemon lime soda if you wish. And I muddled a little mint because I'm extra. So our pictures and recipe and directions are on our social media per usual, um, so check that out, Happy Hour Gets Weird pod on Instagram and Twitter, and um, it's delicious. You should try it. It's a great, easy recipe to make for friends or for yourself. Sounds like
1: springtime in a glass.
0: It truly is, and it's a it's a Sounds beautiful fantastic. color, raspberry Ooh, color. Oh, I bet.
1: Yeah, of course. Um, also, along the lines of our social media, if you have any stories that you think we would love to hear weird stories based on any of our past episode topics please send us an email at happyhourgetsweird at gmail.com or find us on instagram or twitter and tell us your stories because we are hoping to do a listener stories episode in the near future
0: Yes, we um, have received a couple emails and a couple DMs from people that have listened and sent in suggestions and we appreciate it and we are going to look into all of them and I would love nothing more than to put together a listener's episode. It would be really cool. It
1: would be so fun. Okay, so what are we talking about today, Cassie? At
0: first I was afraid...
1: (laughs) i was
0: petrified oh, uh, no! okay i'll stop i'm just kidding we are actually talking uh, a couple survivor stories and 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 they are true crime adjacent as tiffany put a couple days ago when we were researching these they're not necessarily true crime survival they are just wild and crazy no shit survival stories
1: Yes. Mine is, I think, kind of up in the air, pun intended, when you hear my story, (laughs) Uh, uh, whether or not it's true crime or not. But I love a survivor story. They're intense, but in the end, you usually are left feeling good, a little bit better than when you started, maybe. Of course. There's just something... Awesome about a survivor story
0: i mean and we every one of us has our own survivor stories in every day i mean if i live to see a tomorrow after a brunch with bottomless mimosas i've survived i've survived something crazy it's dangerous okay bottomless mimosas are dangerous brunch is dangerous brunch is very dangerous (laughs) someone (laughs) always gets lost someone Mm -hmm. always falls into a prickly bush Someone mm-hmm. always ends up pissing themselves, whether mm-hmm. they're laughing or they are on, you know, going in an alley. I don't know. I heard that from a friend I have in person. Well, actually, I probably have peed in an alley at one point in my life.
1: Anyway, shit gets wild. I'm usually D all of the above.
0: <laughs> you, uh, yeah, you get lost and fall in a prickly bush and then pee yourself. I mean, that's bottomless yeah. mimosas. It's a survival story. A survival story. I survived. Bottomless Mimosas is the new merch.
1: That should be the name of your autobiography. (laughs) Bottomless Mimosas, a survivor's story. Anyways, we're
0: making light of survival, but these stories that we're going to tell today are pretty wild and crazy.
1: They are. And am I going first this week? Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. Mine is kind of a shorty, but that's what I, he said. That's what she said. <laughs> but I love it. Okay. My sources are um I found an all that's interesting article and then I used Wikipedia as well. Those are my two main sources, and we'll have all of our sources listed on our show description. Today I'm talking about the survivor story of Vesna Volovic. Vesna Volovic was born on January 3rd, 1950 in Serbia. When she was in her early 20s, she traveled to London. After this initial trip, she discovered a love of travel and wanted to see the world. Who doesn't? When Vesna found out that her friend was a flight attendant and could help her get a job, Vesna went for it. I've always thought that that would be such a fun job. That or even like working on a cruise. I think, um, I
0: went, last time I went on a cruise was so long ago, but I made friends with the bartender and, duh, yeah, I mean, obviously like birds of a feather, right? (laughs) Um, and he was telling me like how it is kind of crazy working on the cruise, like you, spend so much time like he had a family in europe somewhere and they gather people from all over the world which is cool because you have so many cultures like mixing Mm -hmm. on one basically floating party but he goes and sees his family or he could be on a cruise in the caribbean he could be on a mexican cruise he could be on you know a european cruise and they just kind of rotate around it's it's pretty cool it's cut it's 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 fascinating it's like the the modern
1: circus Oh, totally. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, I think that a cruise or a flight, working on a cruise ship or a flight attendant would be such a cool job. Like, obviously, you get to go to all these amazing places, but you also get to meet a lot of interesting people, Mm -hmm. like you said. A hundred percent. I mean, I find myself interesting. Oh, did you you mean that I meant an intro and not he? That, okay. Well, he thought thought that you were probably the best person he's (laughs) ever met on a cruise. Shut up. He probably is telling his family about you right now. You know what? He you're right. He probably is. He's like, there was this girl who came to bottomless mimosa brunch. <laughs> she got lost. She found a bush on the ship. I don't know how she fell in it. And, and she, she pissed her pants. She pissed
0: her pants. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't mind okay. my narcissism
0: is showing. Okay. Sorry.
1: So it's nineteen seventy one. Vesna is 22 and was hired at the JAT Airways, Yugoslavia's largest airline. A funny little story was that Vesna had notoriously low blood pressure and was afraid she would fail her physical exam. So right before she drank a ton of coffee and she passed. (laughs) Your face is so
0: scary. I was just trying to run down the symptoms of low blood pressure.
1: Uh, paging Dr. Tapeworm. <laughs> 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 that, is a, that is a very old episode. Um, so just eight months into her career as a flight attendant, Vesna boarded the flight that would change her life forever. The airline actually confused Vesna with another flight attendant with the same name when they told her she would be working JAT Flight 367, flying from Stockholm to Belgrade with a stopover in Copenhagen. Vesna was happy to go, though, as she wanted to visit the area, so she didn't correct them. Wait, so they meant to give it, they gave her somebody else's shift by accident because they had the same name? Yeah. But she's like, that's chill, I want to go anyways. Yeah, yeah. When they left Copenhagen, however, disaster struck. 45 minutes into their flight, there was an explosion in the baggage department. The aircraft ripped apart in midair at 33,000 feet before crashing to the ground in Czechoslovakia. Holy shit. There were 28 people on board, and only one person survived, Vesna (gasps) Volovic. Vesna was found by a local who approached the crash, assuming there were no survivors. Luckily, Bruno Honk, the man who found her, had been a medic during World War II and was able to keep her alive until rescuers arrived. Vesna's injuries were intense, as you can imagine. Two broken legs, three broken vertebrae, a fractured pelvis, broken ribs, and a fractured skull. Vesna spent several days in a coma recovering in Prague. She also suffered a brain hemorrhage and partial amnesia. She didn't remember anything after boarding the flight, which... Might have been a good thing, honestly. Yeah. In fact, when her parents showed her the newspaper article about the crash, Vesna fainted.
0: Oh. Well, that, that's also a symptom of low blood pressure, so.
1: Also seems like a valid response. We, I mean, yes. and Yeah. Yes, of course. Of course. She probably couldn't imagine how terrible it was. Everyone, including her doctors, were surprised that she survived the accident. Vesna had to undergo multiple operations because she was initially paralyzed after the fall.
0: Oh my god!
1: But after these surgeries and physical therapy, miraculously, she did walk, albeit with a slight limp, after only ten months. Whoa! And apparently, the first thing Vesna asked for when she went on her walk was a cigarette. Oh my god! I was <laughs> gonna say a cigarette. I don't know if that's actually true, but I uh. It was noted a couple of times in different articles that she was like a notorious chain smoker, <laughs> so I kind of believe she did ask for well, one right
0: away. Vesna just seems like the kind <laughs> of woman who just, even though smoking so bad for you just makes it look so cool.
1: Like a long skinny cigarette. Yes. Dangling from her from her lips. Yes. Vesna claimed that a childhood diet that included chocolate, spinach, and fish oil is partially responsible for her fe- speedy recovery. What the fuck? I hope that wasn't just. I hope that was all eaten separately. I by mean, the way. honestly, who puts fish oil on their chocolate? That's disgusting. Spinach chocolate omelet. Uh, <laughs> however, air traffic investigators believe that her position in the plane—she was near the rear, where she wasn't violently sucked out of the aircraft. Mm-hmm. Um, And the fact that she fell on a densely vegetated hillside that was covered in snow. Oh, okay. So, air traffic investigators believe that those were actually the the main things that helped to save Vesna's life. Okay. Her doctors believed that the thing that almost prevented her from becoming a flight attendant, her low blood pressure, Mm -hmm. actually helped to save her. She stayed calm? They... (laughs) (laughs) that was the actual genuine question (laughs) I know know, but I just picture her now like plummeting towards the earth just totally chill she's just
0: looking at her nails like oh I need a manicure where'd i put my Ugh. cigarettes she's just like patting her pockets all of her pockets
1: where did i put my I could cigarettes? really go for a virginia slim a capri yeah, Could that? really could go for a see capri her, like, right falling about through now. the air just patting her pockets no like, you know. no doctors claim the low blood pressure kept her heart from bursting on impact oh, when she shit. hit the earth i didn't even
0: know that happened <laughs> holy fuck out of shock or just impact or elevation the impact
1: yeah I mean probably elevation drop too but like when you hit that hard and your heart is like full of blood I'm assuming it's just like when you drop I pictured it honestly when I read that because it's a pretty intense visual Mm -hmm. I pictured it like a water balloon slamming to Mm -hmm. the ground
0: Mm -hmm. okay
1: But I really like your idea that she was just chill as fuck (laughs) while she felt cool as a cucumber. Just (laughs) her
0: hair is just like in the air, and her clothes or her skin and her face is like pulled back from the air. And she's just like, "Where's my smokes? Did I did I leave my purse on the plane? What the? Oh my god! Anybody have a light?"
1: (laughs) And I'm sure you were all wondering why this plane blew up in the first place, right? I'm mm-hmm, sure nobody's yes. thinking of that right now, actually, because Cassie's being so out of control. No, that was my first thought. Yeah. So, what caused this horrible explosion? Because you know we're making light of Vesna's situation because she luckily survived, but unfortunately, 27 people did not, which is horrible. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. So awful. So the explosion was suspected to be caused by a bomb brought aboard the flight by a member <gasps> of the but of a Croatian separatist group who wanted independence from Yugoslavia. Although no arrests were ever made, I'm not sure I'm not sure um, how they came to this conclusion. I'm not sure if um, evidence of a bomb was found. I'm not sure if maybe this group claimed that they did it after the attack. I didn't find that. But no arrests were ever made, so that's why I said my story is kind of true crime adjacent. And in response to the attack, airport security measures were tightened in the country, which is Good. Mm-hmm. Also, while Vesna was being hospitalized, there was around the clock security by her room because the government was fearful that whoever caused the attack might come for her. What the hell? But luckily, it never came to that. Because she had no memory of the traumatic event she survived, Vesna Volovic continued to live her life loving travel, adventure, and even flying. She wanted to go back to her old job with J.A.T., but they gave her a desk job instead, mainly because they thought her presence on a flight would attract too much publicity. Mm. Which would make sense, because after the crash, Vesna was deemed a national hero and was pretty much a celebrity. Also, a pretty sweet little side note, the man who found her after the crash had a granddaughter that was born six weeks later, and they named the baby Vesna in her honor.
0: Oh, my goodness,
1: that's so cute. That's I so know. sweet. It's pretty adorable. Vesna's life had its ups and downs after this incident, but I will say it seems that surviving this incredibly terrifying ordeal always stayed with her. Vesna died in 2016 at the age of 66, and I believe she still holds the Guinness World Record for surviving the highest fall without a parachute at 33,330 feet or 6.31 miles wait
0: 33,333 feet that's where that's the elevation And 30 and
1: 30 30 30 that's
0: insane that it was that number all almost all threes
1: that's bizarre and I mean wow fucking and I don't think anybody's gonna be attempting to break that record anytime soon no definitely not me yeah she can she can keep her record. She can have forever. the spotlight. <laughs> she can keep that one. <laughs> so yeah, that's the story of uh Vesna Volovic and her crazy survival. When I saw it, I just had to do it just because I cannot imagine being over 6 miles in the air and falling to earth and living.
0: That's that it's insane. It's madness. It's mind-boggling. It's I'm speechless. Kind of. <laughs> That was a wonderful story. I will meet your near-death near experience and
1: raise you six. So now we're in a competition? I Apparently. Is this a competition? I just made it a competition. I don't know why you always have to do that to me. I <laughs> didn't even know. What's the prize? What do we win?
0: Uh, a skydiving trip. <laughs> what? No. <laughs>
1: no thanks you win you're right you do win
0: <laughs> all right so i am gonna tell you the survival stories of Fran or frayne Selleck. i i don't know what how to pronounce that but i like frayne rolls off the tongue mm-hmm. so that's what i'm gonna go with my apologies mr Selleck.
1: played by tom Selleck in the movie yes he could be Okay. Uh some call
0: Fran the luckiest unlucky man on earth. Born in Croatia in nineteen twenty nine, Fran had a humble, happy, uneventful existence up until nineteen sixty two.
1: You said you were gonna call him Fran and now you're saying Fran. No, I said I was <laughs> gonna call him Fran. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I keep thinking of Palm Fran. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. He's wearing one in his hair. Ah, okay. Uh, Okay.
0: In January of his 32nd year, Fran was a passenger on a train traveling across Croatia. While traveling in a cold, rainy canyon, the train flew off the tracks and (gasps) plunged into the icy river below. Oh, no. Fran was trapped along with the other passengers when a stranger pulled him from the train through a broken window, and he made it to safety. Fran escaped with a broken arm and a dash of hypothermia. He never found out who the stranger was that rescued him. And unfortunately, 17 other passengers lost their lives in that wreck. Oh, that's sad. It is sad. The next year, Fran received word that his mother had fallen ill. Even though the earliest flight out was already booked, Fran talked his way onto the plane and was able to sit among the flight attendants at the back of the plane. Shortly before descent, a faulty door flew off the plane (gasps) and Fran was sucked out of his seat and ejected through the open door with no parachute. As sudden death was running through his mind... Fran plummeted from the plane only to land on a giant haystack. And he walked away with only minor injuries.
1: Why do I picture him in Vesna midair making eye contact? (laughs) What the hell? But nobody else. Oh my. Okay. That's first of all, that's like a fucking cartoon. Yeah. He landed on a fucking haystack. That's ridiculous. A Croatian haystack. (laughs) <laughs> do haystacks have a con- like a country that they have to be a nationality? Yeah, do they have? A- I believe they do. Okay, okay. Um, did anybody else get sucked out? Um, do you I'd, know?
0: Uh,
1: well, you know, here's
0: the thing: like, there's no real documentation of Franz' accidents uh, that mm-hmm. I could find, like official documentation. It's all kind of like him telling his life story. He did say another flight attendant was sucked out first hmm that's one of my fears of a plane is being sucked out it's crazy um 19 people including the two pilots perished in the uh crash once it hit the ground and uh that was the first and last plane Fran ever boarded in his life
1: oh so there were a ton of casualties 19 to ton be ton exact yes yes that's so sad that was a that i mean like it's nice doing survivor stories like we said at the top, but I was sad that my survivor story involved other people dying, obviously.
0: Yeah. It's 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 scary because it's like everyday things, you know?
1: Yeah, it's really scary.
0: And In, sad. Yeah. In nineteen sixty six, Fran was riding on a bus when it skidded off the icy road and crashed yeah. into another frozen river. This time, Fran was able to save himself by swimming to the bank. He escaped with just minor cuts and bruises, and four people didn't make it out of the bus that time.
1: Oh, my God. Okay, so I feel like public transport should have this guy's picture up and be like, you know what? Either don't let him on, or if you see him, you probably should not get on this.
0: Yeah. uh, I read a newspaper article, and they interviewed his neighbor, and the neighbor said, hey, I like the guy, but if I ever see he's on um, a certain public <laughs> transportation, a bus or plane ride, I'm going to cancel my trip.
1: Same. Mm-hmm.
0: I. It's like Final Destination. Yeah, I'm telling you. It's crazy. All right. Well, it didn't just stop at public transportation. Oh, no. So in 1970, Fran was driving his car... When the engine caught fire due to an electrical malfunction and he was just able to jump to safety before his car was engulfed in flames. Yeah. <laughs> Three years later, in 1973, while driving another car, the fuel pump malfunction doused the engine with hot oil and it caused flames to shoot through the air vents inside of his what? car. Yeah. It completely singed off everything all his facial hair, all of his hair off his head, and then he again was able to jump out before he was, you know, burned alive inside of a, you know, giant box of emotion.
1: Glass <laughs> case of emotion?
0: Yes, yes, yes.
1: Um this is I'm just going to say it. This is getting out of hand. It's it's wild and crazy.
0: Haters would say maybe was exaggerating but i don't know
1: this is happy hour i'm here for the exaggerations (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay so after this second car
0: accident where literally his air conditioning was turned into a (laughs) flamethrower and singed off all of his hair it seemed like the universe was done fucking with him for a while So it wasn't until 1995, almost 20, a little over 20 years later, Fran was walking in his hometown and he was hit by a fucking bus. Okay. Again, he walked away with minor cuts and bruises.
1: Who was this guy in a past life? (laughs) Dude.
0: Okay. So the following year, Fran, who had just turned 73 two days before, was driving through the Croatian mountains when an oncoming United Nations truck caused him to swerve, breaking through a guardrail, shooting over a cliff. However, he was able to bail just in time. He landed in a tree and watched his car fall 300 feet down (sighs) to the bottom of the cliff and explode.
1: (sighs) I pictured this so perfectly in my mind, like a movie. He's 72. 73. He's 73 years old. Mm-hmm. Car goes off a cliff. Mm-hmm. He jumps out midway, mm-hmm. lands in a tree, watches his car explode beneath him. Exactly. Just stay home, Fran.
0: <laughs> so Fran told the newspaper, quote, his friends stopped traveling with him. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> They told him he had bad karma, uh, but ever the optimist, he said that after the last incident, he felt he wasn't going to have any more brushes with death. "Quote: The devil has moved on to torment somebody else."
1: Ooh, he like felt it. Yes, the devil's like, tenth times not the charm. This fucker is the a next. cat. <laughs> Seriously. Okay,
0: so three years after that, Selik. Or, excuse me, Fran was 76 years old. He fucking won the Croatian lottery.
1: What? His luck actually turned around? Yes. He won
0: 1 million US dollars. Oh my gosh. And at the time, he also was married for the fifth time.
1: The other four wives were like, I can't take this anymore. It's too stressful. I can't even go with you to the fucking grocery store. It's too stressful.
0: uh okay so he purchased two houses and a boat with his winnings but he eventually sold them moved back to his small hometown and decided to give most of the remaining money away to relatives and friends he saved the last little bit for a hip replacement saying quote at this point in my life money can't buy me happiness and that's a wild and crazy story of the unluckiest lucky man on earth Fran selick he's still alive today He's in his 90s and happily living with his wife in Croatia.
1: You know, I bet winning the lottery doesn't even come close to matching the sort of adrenaline you get of being almost killed 10 times Mm -hmm. and surviving. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's probably like such small potatoes when you've fallen off a cliff, got sucked out of an airplane, went off of a freaking railroad track into an icy lake, like... (laughs) Winning a million bucks is nothing. He's like, basically. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. Like, there's no no adrenaline rush there at all compared to everything that guy's been through. I mean,
0: he did buy a house on a private island. That's pretty fucking sweet. I mean, it was.
1: The island immediately
0: sank. (laughs) There was an earthquake and it just crumbled into the ocean.
1: (laughs) It was a volcano and immediately fucking erupted the minute he landed.
0: Mm. (laughs) So. I don't know I thought that was pretty amazing some people might some uh, people question like the validity
1: or the exaggeration of his story but I believe it my dad has nine lives like a cat he's been he's had like several accidents that could have taken life or limbs and he's still here so I believe it some people just live a lifestyle that is more accident prone than others.
0: Yeah, I want to know where uh, Fran was buying his cars. Can you imagine driving down the road and just, like, <laughs> fucking
1: fire shooting out of your air conditioning bed? No. No, that's pretty fucking intense. That's insane. Oh, well, that was a great story. Uh, I'm happy that Fran had such a happy ending at the end, too. Yeah, he did. And then he gave away his money. That's so sweet. He did. He just was like, well,
0: I've lived a thousand lives. And at yeah. this point, it's just my new hip and my wife. We're getting jiggy with it, and we don't need he any You needed money. the hip because of
1: that. That's yeah. why you needed the hip. Yes. Fair. Well, I guess that wraps up our uh, episode. It's a shorty this week, mm-hmm. but
0: I had fun. Me too. And this, I'm telling this raspberry lemon drop is
1: delicious.
0: And it's one of those drinks that kind of sneaks up on you. You don't know until you know.
1: <laughs> because it's strong but tastes like lemonade? Yes. Yeah, I can see yes. that. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah,
0: this is delicious raspberry lemonade.
1: Yeah, been there. Um,
0: But, all right, well, what a wonderful, lighthearted episode. Uh, we will be back next week with a one and done. Mm-hmm. And like Tiffany said at the top of the show, if you have any suggestions or hometown stories or wild and crazy survival stories of your own we'd love to share them on the podcast so give us a shout at happy hour gets weird at gmail.com or our social medias and we look forward to next week so don't forget love yourself lock your doors and light some sage
1: cheers to that cheers to that thank you for listening Thank you so much for listening. We so appreciate it. Bye. Bye.